This is The Fabric Podcast, and as we start counting down to Christmas, we're finding the true meaning of Christmas right where you'd expect, in movies about Santa. Yeah, it's okay to be skeptical about that, or that a live conversation series focused on movies would translate well to a podcast, but we hope you'll get everything you need to make this the start of meaningful reflection and conversation in your life. So, on Dasher and Dancer and all the rest, here comes Santa Flicks. So welcome. Santa Flicks, taking ourselves less seriously, you know, that is a gift that I've been given from what we do together here as Fabric. This experience of how taking ourselves a little less seriously gives us so much perspective, and it actually ends up helping us take who we really are and what we're really a part of more seriously. And if there's anything about Christmas, the message of it, that maybe we do need to take more seriously, maybe it's that, that we're worth looking into a little bit. Um, We matter. You matter. I matter. And what we're a part of together matters. It seems to me that when we can, you know, step back and laugh at ourselves a little, which this movie definitely helps us do, we can also remember how very dear we are and how much potential we have that we might forget about. So may that be so today with the help of brother and sister duo Nick and Noel Kringle. Um, They have something to teach us about finding our fit, finding that place where our role that matters matches who we are. So let's meet them on Young Noel's most favorite day of the year, of course, Christmas, as their dad, Santa, returns and they get their Christmas gifts. Uh, Oh, welcome home, Santa. Hi, Santa. Kissing Santa Claus. How was your night, dear? Charlie, the <laughs> presents were all delivered, except for two. <laughs> oh my garland, this is amazing. What'd you get, Nick? Congratulations, my boy. It's time to start your Santa training. Try it on. I'm not sure this fits. It will fit you when you fit it. It will fit you when you fit it. Huh. I wonder what Nick actually wanted for Christmas. I mean, I don't know, maybe he should have been more excited, right? But he pulled that hat out of the box, and I mean, what could be more great than getting to be Santa? But Nick is not so sure. Noelle has her questions, too. Um, So we're going to pick up where that scene left off. The, The family nanny, Polly, comes, and she's sending everyone out to meet the elves, who are, of course, so excited to see Santa. And before they head out, we get to witness something. Noelle is tugging at her dad's sleeve, catching him to ask a question from pretty deep down inside. Thank you, Santa. Oh, Merry Christmas, Polly. Dad? Uh-huh. I was just wondering, Mom is Mrs. Claus, Polly is our nanny, someday Nick will be Santa. 
What do I do? Well, what do you want to do? I would like to do what you do. You mean be Santa? No, Nick is Santa. But I would like to help decide what toys to make and fly the sleigh and do something really important. You do, Noel. You make everyone jolly with your cards and your Christmas cheer, and you know how much your brother depends on you so you can help him and always keep his Christmas spirit up. Sure. I can do that. I'm counting on you. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Noel. Merry Christmas, Dad. <laughs> Christmas, Dad. What a nice hug. I know they both mean it, but oh, ouch. Did you see that? What happened inside Noelle? Look at her face. Look at that face as her dad tells her what her role is going to be, what makes her important. Making others jolly and telling her how her brother depends on her to keep his Christmas spirit up. What did she have to swallow there? Did you see her swallowing something? Maybe, you know, her own light? I don't know. Um, she looks up at him and says, sure, I can do that. I don't know what you and I have had to swallow in order to do our duty, um, in order to fit into the norms, the expectations that we've inherited in our families, in our society in our culture? What have you been told about what it means to be good? A good daughter, a good sister, a good brother, a good student, a good friend, a good employee, a good leader, a good human. What, have you, what messages have you gotten? What if you never fit into that role that people seem to expect of you? What if you don't want to? Will everything just fall apart? Will you still matter? Will you still have a place? Will you still belong? Okay, and what about others? What have others had to swallow that we maybe haven't recognized? Noel's dad, bless his heart. I mean, even Santa is human, right? Parents, we can't always be perfect. He is so clearly well-intentioned, but he missed it. Santa also has swallowed some things without realizing it. So years pass, Santa dies, and it's getting close to Nick's first Christmas as Santa. Noelle has learned her role very well to keep everyone jolly and their Christmas spirits up, especially her brother, Nick. in preparation since your father and our dearly beloved Santa Nicholas passed away. How is your brother doing? So jolly. We're all very proud of him. And the big question is, will he be ready by Christmas? Of course. He's a Kringle. Uh, under, under, uh -huh. under your tongue. Uh -huh. uh, there you go. Ooh. Santa, I got you a new scarf. And check this out. Three weeks to a jelly belly. What happened, mother? 
Santa, I thought you were at sleigh practice. Santa tried to land again. Ba la 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 la. He missed the roof and hit the den. Ba la 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 la. Thank you, Santa's helpers. It was a horrible example of what can go wrong when you're using, well, outdated technology. After Cousin Nick crashed. Oh, the... Cousin Gabe, I'm sorry. Did you just refer to him as Cousin Nick? Shouldn't you be calling my big brother Santa? Oh, I'm sorry. I just thought that since we were all family that... Well, he's Santa to you. He's Santa to everyone. He's even Santa to himself. No, actually, I'm pretty informal when I'm alone. Just Nick. <laughs> alone. That's a jolly idea. Why don't we all just give Santa a moment? Excuse me, Gabe. This is not going well at all, dear. Nearly broken antler, and we're way, way behind schedule at the workshop. You need to do your job and give your brother some Christmas spirit, or else we're not going to be ready for Christmas. The pressure is on. You need to do your job, or else. Well, Noelle and Nick are feeling it, so of course they meet up for a therapeutic mug of hot cocoa. Thank Garland for hot chocolate and peppermint. Mm. I feel like I've been shivering my whole life, you know? Sometimes I dream about getting out and finding someplace warm where I can stretch and relax and just breathe, you know? And you should. How? I'm Santa, you know? I, I don't get a vacation. I don't even get Christmas off. Well, you can't be Santa if you're having a nervous breakdown. Nobody wants you sliding into their fireplace, crying and weeping. There's nothing merry about that. Can't go down chimneys. I'm claustrophobic. You remember those magazines Dad used to bring me on Christmas? I like people. That's why I found out Jennifer Aniston's nice. Yeah. Travel and Leisure had those sections about the perfect Christmas getaway. You know, warm weather, swimming pools, sun-kissed mountains. You need to look in that magazine, pick a place, get away for the weekend. Then bring me back some issues while you're down there. Thank Garland for hot cocoa. And vacation, right? Noelle has opened a, a relief valve of sorts for Nick, and, well, he took it. He took his chance to breathe and stretch and warm up a lot more seriously and further than Noelle expected. The weekend is over, and here's the headline in the Daily Carol. Yeah, the sleigh has returned, but Santa was not in it. So, of course, an emergency meeting of the Christmas Council has been called. Silent night! For the first time in 2,000 years, the Santa has disappeared at the urging of his sister, Noelle. I just said he should take the weekend off. You put Christmas in jeopardy, young lady. No, she did. That is so naughty. Rest ye, merry gentlemen. As Christmas is just six days away, we must have a new Santa. Leaving a new choice, but to uh, call upon uh, Gabriel Pringle. Gabriel? Me? Please uh, approach the council. But I'm in the tech department and loving it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Christmas is on the line, and it is all Noelle's fault, right? 
Huh? Somehow she's responsible for Nick's action. Isn't that crazy? Have you ever heard of such a thing? Of course, she would be on the cover of the Daily Carol if everything was going well, right? Getting credit just like she gets the blame. Anyway, Noelle tries to cheer herself up and others um, in, in all the old ways. When that doesn't work, she turns to pouting in her dark bedroom, eating dry waffles in bed, and reading magazines. Polly, her nanny still, <laughs> who calls her princess and is getting a little tired of her acting like one, opens her window, lets some fresh air in, drags her out of bed with her stinky sheets, and tosses her a magazine that she finds on the floor. It seems maybe intentional, maybe not, we don't know. Here's what it says, and you can't see the bottom very well. It says, 20 hot places to chill out this Christmas. And then on the bottom it says, take a journey to a better you. So Noelle does open it up the magazine and just start paging through, and then she smells something, hot chocolate and peppermint. And there's a, a page torn out. She knows where Nick has gone. So just a quick trip in the sleigh. She's going to find him. She's going to bring him back. And Christmas will be back on track, and everything will be jolly. She will save Christmas. Anyone else ever caught yourself feeling or acting like you are single-handedly responsible for the rise and fall of everything? Um, like you could control others and how they feel and what they do if you could only just get to them and just talk to them, right? Talk some sense into them. If you could just make the right plans, bake the right cookies, get the right gifts, host the right event, or if only you were organized enough, just, you know, helpful, looking ahead, competent enough, everything will be jolly, right? Yeah, maybe there's a little bit of denial there of the real complexities of the situation, like our limits, you know, and what's really going on. But we do it, and so did Noel. She hops in the sleigh and gets ready to head out to find her brother. At least she knows well enough to bring along a friend, and she drags Polly along for the ride as well. And they head out to... Phoenix, of course. What a great place. Where else would you go to stretch and be warm and breathe? So here's where we're going to pick up the story in Phoenix. Noelle is there in this big city and realizes very shortly that she needs a little help. So she ends up finding a private investigator named Jake. And against his better judgment, he ends up helping her out. So here, meet Jake, who's recently divorced, and his son, Alex. Let me get your other file, Pringle. Uh, so, Alex, are you excited about Christmas? I have mixed feelings, honestly. About Christmas? How is that possible? It's complicated. Maybe you're just not eating enough. I can't. It's terrible. The eggs are rubbery. The bacon is burned on the outside, raw in the middle. Pancakes bounce. I don't even know what that is, and there's no seasoning. Would you like a candy cane? No, I have to eat this. I don't want to hurt my dad's feelings. He worked really hard on it. Um, well, maybe I can help. Just get a couple. Oh, shit. Oh. Pringle. Hey, good appetite. That is how you grow up strong and healthy. So, Kringle, I called the police, the hospitals, the morgue, the Bureau of Records, nothing. The only place left to check are the shelters. Good morning. Welcome to Phoenix Shelter. How can I help you? 
morning. Uh, my name is Jake Hatman. I'm a licensed private detective. We're looking for a Nick Kringle. A Nick Kringle? He's about 6'2". He's dressed in a red suit. He's got a beard, pom-pom. I have a picture. And yes, I know how strange that sounds. That's so beautiful. She can't hear you. Oh, that's... She's down. Sorry. It's a really lovely picture, though. My daughter says thank you, and she wants to know what your name is. My name is Noelle. Do you know sign? No. Not that I'm aware of, no. Nice to meet you too, Michelle. What do you want for Christmas? I need to go get her lunch, but it was nice to meet you. An iPad. You got <laughs> How did you just do that? I don't know. I don't. Did you study in school? No, I majored in calligraphy, had a minor in popcorn stringing. None of this makes sense. What kind of world is this? This is awful. You have people without homes and food, and I'm so hot. Things are not so jolly for Noelle. I mean, she's meeting kids who aren't even excited about Christmas. The world really isn't quite what she thought it was. None of this makes sense. What kind of world is this, she says. And suddenly, she knows sign language. <laughs> when things get confusing, staying busy always seems to help. So for Noelle, there was Christmas to save, so, the, so they really just needed to keep moving. Moved on. Go look for Nick, because um, back at the pole, things aren't so jolly either. Let's check it out. Noelle took the reindeer? Mm-hmm. And the sleigh? Mm-hmm. Huh. That's so interesting. What if not having the sleigh or the reindeer is a blessing in disguise? I don't think so. This could be the perfect time to start an online delivery platform. I don't think so. Well, what if the reindeer have Lyme disease? What if an asteroid crashes into the sleigh? These are real concerns, statistically speaking, and I think our customers deserve better. We don't have customers. We have children who need the magic of a, of a Santa coming down the chimney and arranging each present with love and care under the tree. Okay, well now you sound like a crazy person. Gabe. <laughs> well, she does sound kind of crazy, doesn't she? I mean, magic, love, care, humbug. It's naive, it's inefficient and ineffective. It's, it's even risky to believe in some things, isn't it? Crazy things like generosity, like giving things without expecting anything in return, like being the first one to apologize and say you're sorry. Like the inherent worth of every human, even the naughty ones, even you? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, thank Garland, back in Phoenix, they have found Nick. Noelle goes to see him and get him back to the pole and get Santa back in the sleigh. I'll assume 
Downward facing reindeer. Very good, Cindy. Pete. Locked in the cookie cottage during toll house season, right? <laughs> oh, by the way, you oh, scared uh, me so much. Come on. Yoga voice. Yoga voice. You brought me worried yoga sick. Voice. Yoga voice. Yoga voice. Stop. Stop. Wait. Wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Just hold on. Can't let anybody hear. Listen. I like it here. Okay. I like the weather. I, I I like yoga. I mean, I donated all my thermals to charity. Weird. You can tell me all about it in the sleigh. No. no listen. I'm. I'm not, I'm not going back. I'm sorry. I must have cotton candy in my ears. I know. I can't... I can't pretend to be someone I'm not anymore. I mean, I could, but I start to break out in a rash and my hair starts... Okay. Nick, I understand. You know, you're under a lot of pressure, and I know what it's like to be a Kringle, this family legacy we have to live up to. Not exactly the same thing. Well, I am Santa's daughter, so... Well, no one's ever expected anything of you, Noelle. I mean, I, I've been training to be Santa my whole life. Well, you've been, what, cutting ribbon and, and making your silly cards? I thought you liked my cards. I do, I do. I'm sorry I said that. I do like your cards. They're very creative. I admire your Shakti. My what? Your female energy. Besides, you're the one, you're the one that told me to go. You said, you, you said, go, take some time. I said take the weekend. Nobody listens to me. Do you know how hard this has been? Everybody at home is blaming me and yelling at me and nobody's giving me my Kringle discount anymore. Okay, so it doesn't matter that, that I'm finally happy or that me leaving the poll was the best thing that I could have done for Christmas. All that matters is what's happening to you. Oh, you better not pout, you better not cry. All I have ever done is try to help you. You know what you are? You're a coward who's too afraid to be Santa Claus. Exactly, bingo, partridge in a pear tree. That's what I've been trying to tell you. I guess that's all there is to say. Wait, where are you going? I'm going to the North Pole where nobody expects anything from me. Do you know what? If I wasn't so enlightened, I'd be seething with anger right now. Oh, yeah. oh, oh so now you don't like my Shakti? No. You don't like my female energy? Is this too much for you? Relax. Oh, I'll give you female energy. I'll, oh, God, get ready, because I... Don't do that, please. <gasps> wow, that's a big deal in here. Merry Christmas! Oh. Nick was being pretty honest there about his fears, about his feelings, about what he was seeing. For some of us, that takes a lot of yoga. <laughs> yeah. Even though his sister didn't like to hear this, he stood his ground. He was finding his fit, and he didn't want to go back. When people change like that and find their fit around us, it really messes things up, right? It messes what we thought we knew, especially about ourselves. It messes with our sense of order and control. We'd kind of rather keep the cotton candy in our ears. All right, speaking of order and control, let's check out how Santa Gabe is doing. Merry Christmas, Elfos. It's Santa, Santa Gabe. As you may know, my cousin Nick, the ex Santa never completed the nice or naughty list, but that's jolly because it allowed us to develop. Fa la la. 
forensic algorithm for lateral analysis of latent altruism. It's a digitized metric which allows us to determine a child's nice or naughty quotient. For instance, Holy night. This is Callie mm -hmm. from Brooklyn. Using his internet activity, school records, and satellite surveillance, Falala was able to ascertain that he is nice and he wants a PlayStation. We're now standardizing mm -hmm. all packages in green, red, or the best of both, swirl. <laughs> is Santa Gabe really doing anything wrong? I mean, isn't he really just being himself, but in the wrong suit? His bent towards risk management, safety, accuracy, and efficiency, there's a place for that in the poll. It's just not wearing Santa's suit. He is really trying, though. But when Santa Gabe's earnest efforting determines that there are only 2,837 nice children in the whole world, Mrs. Kringle finally realizes she's got to get a message to Noel with the urgency of the situation. Noel gets the message, and she knows she needs to make one more try, one more attempt to talk to her brother and get Santa back in the suit. Hi, I know you're mad at me. Um, there's things going on at home that only Santa can fix. Really, see for yourself. Okay. I realize I wasn't seeing things from your point of view. Nobody asked you if you wanted to wear the hat. We all just expected you to take the reins, and that's not fair. And I'm sorry. But we really need you. Nick, won't you even speak to me? Silent for how long? When the flowers... Yeah, when... It's, is this a... And, a, and a, a hand comes in... There's a, is that a bird planting? Nick, you were always bad at charades. This is gonna take forever. Two words? Two words. Two words. Two words, first word. Me. Until sunrise. Shh. Okay, well, why can't we wait until sunrise? Oh. Talk at sunrise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just wait until sunrise. Oh, you gotta go. I'll, I'll wait here and I'll just be quiet as a mouse. You've never been quiet in your life. You gotta get out of here. I'm quiet all the time. One, two, three, be quiet. I was only talking. Get I was only talking. I was only talking because you were talking. See, see, you can't do it. Noel. I'm sorry, you gotta go. Okay. I'm just gonna leave this. You don't have to read it. Just if you want to. I love you. Whatever you want to do. go of trying to fit in or make others fit in, that's when you can finally start your fit. I think that's what we saw Noel doing there. At first, it might feel like you might not fit at all. I mean, Noel, yeah, she's kind of let her brother go here, but what else does she let go then? Her own role, the way that she's been told she's important all her life. 
Would she still have a place at home at all? Would she have anything to do that mattered? There are only two days before Christmas, and she will have to go home with nothing to show for it. All her efforts. There are still things that only Santa can fix, but there's no Santa. Let's see what happens next. Supercuts. And I look like Prancer. Yeah, more like Vixen with that tuft of hair up there. Santa! Okay. I'm so sorry. Look, what's happening at the pole is 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 very naughty. But I, I can't be Santa. Listen, the Santa that they hired isn't here yet. Just sit with a couple of kids. You'll feel the twinkle. I know you will. And if you don't, no more pressure. I will leave you alone. I almost promise. I can't, Ellie. Nick Kringle, this is in your blood. It's in your stars. It's in your destiny. I left the suit in the North Pole. Uh, well, that's a problem, Nick. Come on. Nick didn't need the suit, did he? He came back knowing he can't be Santa. But this is what I love. He shows up anyway. He shows up to do the next right thing. And it's not just about him anymore. As you find your fit, you're going to also find that next right step, one next right step at a time. And you're going to find that it's not just about you alone. You may not see much past that next right step, but you won't be alone. And you will help others find theirs. They will help you take your steps and find the next one and the next one. And it will lead to some chaos. With the help of Polly and the humans of Phoenix, they make it home to the pole just in the nick of time. Just come back, we got the milk and cookies for you, Santa. Snowball fights, the cocoa, all the fun. I, uh, I, I know I let you all down, but, um, but, but while I was away, I, uh, I learned what it takes to be Santa. It's about understanding people and, uh, and, and really listening to what they have to say and um, just making everyone feel jolly, which is why I know that we have a real Santa right here in the pole. My sister, Noelle. What? what did, he say? did he say Noelle? Nick, I appreciate the gesture, but what are you doing? That's why I came home, you know? The, the, the minute I saw you with those kids, I just, I just knew. No, okay, maybe I inherited a couple of dad's powers, but what? You have the twinkle, Ellie. A girl? Santa's not a girl? Silent 
I reject the Christmas covenant. And it turns out there's nothing there that says a woman can't be Santa. It's just a tradition we've been blindly following for thousands of years. When do these things happen? Oh, man. The question is, what really makes a Santa? Ultimately, the one thing all Santas share is the ability to inspire us with the Christmas spirit. So Nick stopped trying to fit into the box that he'd been told he needed to fit into in order to be good. And he started being himself. As you find your fit, being good comes to mean becoming yourself. And then look what happened. Everyone's blinders came off. Everyone started to see they didn't need to fit into how it always was either. Those traditions they've been blindly following for thousands of years, how they thought it should be. They needed to be themselves. If you want to see others get free and start to see things and shine, let it begin right here with you. So what really makes a Santa? Great question. The ability to inspire us with the Christmas spirit. What really makes you, you? I wonder if it's maybe not so different. Do you have the Christmas spirit in you? Do you inspire it in others? Do they inspire it in you? Nick said in his sister, you have the twinkle, Ellie, he said. Sometimes we need help seeing our own twinkle. Let's see what Noel has to say. Noel, can you inspire us? What does Christmas mean to you? I used to think Christmas was the best day of the year. Presents and caroling. But I met people for whom it isn't the best day because it reminds them they don't have enough food to eat or a place to live or maybe even someone to share the day with. And it got me thinking, for thousands of years, we've jingled bells and delivered toys and the world just gets more awful and miserable. So what's the point? But I also met a girl at a shelter who drew these beautiful pictures. And her Christmas wish wasn't for herself. It was for her mother to be able to find a job. And I met a woman at a marketplace who worked so hard to fill Christmas with fun and music, even though she knew she might not have anyone to spend it with herself. And I met this sweet, wonderful boy who has this big heart and his father who doesn't even believe in Christmas, but who made sure we could be home for it. We have this list of nice people from Hong Kong to Houston doing wonderful selfless things. And I, I know Christmas can't solve all our problems, but it gives us hope. It inspires us to be nice. That might not seem like much, but when someone's sad or just lonely, it can be the biggest thing in the world. And presents are part of it. 
I like presents as much as anybody. Okay, more. <laughs> but now I think it's not just about the presents we get, it's about the presents we give. The presence of love and understanding. And also iPads. <laughs> Looks like we got a Santa, guys! So this is Noelle's face after she's just given this amazing speech about the spirit of Christmas. She's kind of terrified. She's not sure if she's ready, but the others believe in her, and that is enough for her to take the next step. So we learned to trust that light in us. We test it out one step at a time, one clumsy step at a time. It will fit you when you fit it. Do you think that's a pretty amazing example of what Jesus might have meant when he said, let your light shine? Don't swallow it. Let it shine. Even when it makes you or others uncomfortable, even when it means standing alone in order to belong, and it begins with you, um, but it doesn't end there. Let your light shine so others may see. So their blinders come off because of your good works, your impact, how you matter, how you show up, your generosity, your selflessness that comes out of self-fullness. Yeah. So they may see the light, that spirit of Christmas, my light, the light that it, that's in all of us. So. Let your light so shine before others that they might twinkle too. May it be so. Thanks for listening. May this simply be the start of the conversation. Reach out if you want help connecting with a group virtually or in the Twin Cities and tag at FabricMPLS with your own thoughts on social media. You can also stay up to date and find other resources on our website, FabricMPLS.com.